Happy fall, y'all. <laughs> Looked forward all uh, year to be able to say that. It is almost Hallowmas, and I am so excited about that. Uh, so I just wanted to thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast week after week and just showing your support. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Make sure that you like and subscribe on whatever platform that you are using. If you have time, please Feel free to leave me a rating. Also be sharing your the Facebook post as well as the Instagram post. Um, so that way you can get uh, the word out about the pod and then we can reach more people together. So you guys be blessed. All right, so I'm going to jump right into this episode and just be promoting my home church right now. Uh, I go to the Little Country Church here in New Caney, Texas. Our pastor's Pastor Jerry Hovatter. Uh, I'm sure some of you out there have heard of him. I, it's so hilarious that when I go places or I connect with people and I tell them what church I go to and they're kind of like lost. They're like, oh, that's, that's cute. And then I say, yeah, Pastor Jerry is my pastor. And they're like, oh, like I never know what kind of reaction I'm going to get. But he is well known. He's an amazing pastor. I've been with him for uh, going on 12 years now. And it's been absolutely just an amazing ride just to be able to see his transformation along with how he's impacted my spiritual walk. But this weekend, this Sunday, we are doing our annual Muscle Car Sunday. This is something that Pastor started many, many years ago. Uh, He always tells a story that it started out with just two cars. Now, every year when we put this on, we have over 100 cars, 4x4s, classic cars, fast cars, motorcycles, Jeeps, all the, anything that you can think of that come out and just, uh, support us as we support our Lord. And so this is a great community outreach that we do. It's absolutely free. Um, you sign up for the car show starting at 9am to, I think it's like 10 45, 11. Uh, we'll have service at 11 and then we'll eat lunch right after, which is completely free. And then after that, we're going to have so many activities for the kids, for the family. Uh, We are going to have a dunk booth for our youth ministry. I'm super excited about that. Um, All of our youth leaders are going to be a part of that. And uh, it's a dollar to be able to throw a ball and possibly dunk a youth leader. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Uh, But if you have nothing to do this weekend, come out and join us. Like I said, everything is absolutely free. And you're going to hear a great word from our pastor. Uh, Worship is going to be fire. I just know it. I will make sure that I put the address and our church information down in the comments below. Uh, If you can't make it out this Sunday, that's okay. And you're looking for a home church, come and check us out. Uh, I promise you will not be disappointed. There's great connect groups to get connected with. Uh, I also run the ladies ministry there. So it's absolutely, there's so many things that you can do to get connected. There's um, no excuse that you can't mature your relationship with the father uh, through our church for sure. But uh, so, all right, back on track or so I'll try to be this week. Uh, So last week I talked about light and darkness. We were in first John uh, one five, and this is what John wrote to us. And so, reading this and I read through the entire chapter and it's something that we're, we're doing as a family study. And 
I just really took a day and just read through it and I didn't skim through it. I didn't read it just to read it, but I really tried to look at it from a different perspective, almost like as if I was reading it and I was physically there in the moment. And just so throughout the first John, you can just see, not see, but you can feel like his emotions through the words that he wrote. And so it's very like, it gave me a different perspective. Like he was really out there trying to get people to do right, to repent from their sins, to uh, not worship false idols and things like that, not put things before God and uh, so many things. And it made me think about like the world that we live in today. There's so much negativity in this world. There's so many things that um, tempt believers that people that are all in, I mean, temptation is all around us. I talked about how, where there is temptation, sin is soon to follow in the last episode. And that's absolutely true because if you fall into sin and I mean, uh, I'm sorry, temptation, and you start doing things that are not of God and that are in the darkness are, are covered in darkness, then eventually sin is going to follow. And uh, Romans six twenty three says the wages of sin is dead. So, I mean, you have to give up things that are not of God when you're walking two feet into that relationship with him. And being a new believer for me, that was hard. There were things that I didn't want to give up, but I felt conviction when I did them. And I'm grateful for that conviction. And I, I talk about that a lot because the Holy Spirit conviction will save you from heartbreak if you listen. If you pay attention, the Holy Spirit will help you uh and it will not leave you astray. It will not, and it give you discernment and give you wisdom, all of that amazing stuff. So uh, I do want to just really quick read back First John one verses, First uh, John chapter one verse five, and it says, "This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you: God is light; in him there is no darkness." So. Uh, obviously. And then jump over to John 1, 9. And uh, I'm sorry, I have a couple notes here and I have a couple stickies. So real quick, John 8, uh, John chapter 8, verse 12 says, when Jesus spoke to the people again, he said, I am the light of the world and whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have light of life. If we are following him, yes, we're going to walk in the light, but we get a choice every single day. Are we going to live in the light or are we going to live in the darkness? Maybe you start out in the light and then you do things in the darkness and then you jump back into the light thinking that the things in the dark are not going to be brought to light. That is so far from the truth. Light exposes darkness. There are so many things that you you do can do in the darkness that will eventually come to light. Uh, a lot of it is living that double life, acting one way uh, in church or in front of certain people. And then when you go home or in your at your job or this place or this place, and then you're acting a different way. That's that whole double standard, double living, living in darkness when you know you should be living in the light. And that prayerfully is where that Holy Spirit conviction comes in for you, that you, you, get to feel that. And so uh, picking apart light and darkness, light is living for God. Living that if it is of him, 
then it's going to be good. It's pure. It's holy. Darkness is going to be living for mankind, falling into the worldly desires, falling into that temptation, living in pure, sinful nature. So many things. And unfortunately, we fall into that because we're human. But the great thing is, is we get grace from our Father. But that does not get you a get out of jail free card. It doesn't say that, okay, you can continue to uh, sin over and over again. That's not how that works. And so you have to be aware of that. You have to know that um, he guides for us. He guides us. He gives us all direction that we need within his word. And he gives us specific commandments. I mean, they're pretty specific. Like we talked about. Uh, in the last episode that love one another as you love yourself, that's absolutely impossible. And if you don't love one another, then you're not of God. And so you have to, you have to, have to, have to love one another, even as hard as it seems and people make you mad, you still have to love them. You have to love those enemies. I mean, it goes back to Judas. I mean, he was sitting there at the table with Peter too. Like Jesus knew that he was going to get betrayed and Peter was going to deny him. He even told Peter and he was like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. But he loved him anyway that he'd never cast judgment. And that's, that's a hard thing, but we have to do that. We have to live in the light. We have to live as Christ. And so I want to read uh, John, I think it's one nine. So let me get there because... I love having my Bible right in front of me whenever I'm recording. Um, one, obviously, I want this to be genuine. I want the spirit to do its thing. Uh, because sometimes when I'm flipping back and forth through the chapters or the pages or whatever, something will pop out and I'm like, okay, I need to share that. And then I'll share it real quick. And a lot of times you guys don't know that and I just throw it in there. And you may hear stuff like repeated and things like that, but... Uh, that's just, there's a reason for it. There's a reason that it gets put on uh, my spirit. And I, I'm always trying to be obedient and share. Uh, so if you got your Bibles, get in John. We're going to be in chapter one. Uh, I'm not going to read just verse nine. I was going to, but I want to back it up there. And I want to read from verse one. And so uh, if you're my doodler, if you are uh, driving, I, I Please don't take notes. Just listen to this episode later. But if you're my doodler, get ready. Uh, as we're reading this, I want you to underline every time you hear the word light. Uh, and, and and that's a reason for it. And because there's so many times that John often referred to Jesus as the light. And he is the light of the world. And we're going to as we're going to read that. But there's a significance behind it. And so we're going to see it. We're going to... Uh, Read it, and I want you to, like I said, underline it, highlight it if you haven't already. It says, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In his in Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness had not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The Verse 9, the true light that 
gives light to everyone was coming to the world. So how many times did the word light be mentioned here? Count it back. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven times does is the word light mentioned. And, and that is right there. It's a repetitive thing. Jesus is the light. John refers to him as the light. He is the light in the world. He is the light that overtakes the darkness. And that if we have so much light in this world and in our lives, darkness has no, no hope. Uh, no hope. Nope. Satan, you're not taking a hold on me. Uh, and so I love seeing that. I love that repetitiveness and that significant in that, in those scriptures. And so to me, like putting this all together, the light of God's word, it's going to um, expose ungodly behavior. We never walk alone because Christ is always with us. You know, we're always with the father. He loves us unconditionally. If we sin, if we fall into temptation, he's the one who's going to pick us up to strengthen us, to forgive us. Um, but in all of that, confession comes as well. So we have to confess to him. We have to be apologetic to him and say, God, I'm sorry. I messed up. I screwed up. Help me. Forgive me, but help me be better. Not just, I'm sorry, Lord, forgive me, but help me do better. Help me be better. Help me get out of this darkness, you know? And so reading that and putting these two scriptures together, I see that John going back to first John and, and reading that and picking that apart is John wasn't concerned specifically over every one's salvation, but he was more concerned of just their daily walk. And so that makes me think as far as being a mentor, I have uh, a couple people that I mentor students included, and it makes me think that I have days, specific days that I check in with them that, when they're going, when a specific one is going through something, I want to make sure that I am praying for them, that I am getting scripture from God's word to just be that light and just to help them, to guide them. And so in that sense, we're all, we all should be John in a, in a sense here. We should all be concerned of everyone's daily walk that are we portraying the best version of Jesus and showing them that there is a better way, that there is going to be things that we're going to deal with in life, but there is a way to go through them. There is a way to overcome. And also too, like whenever we have, whenever good things are happening, not just go through the good things, the, the blessings after blessing, after blessing, go through a blessing, stop and thank God, praise him, give him glory, because we wouldn't have the blessings in our life if it wasn't for the light, if it wasn't for his goodness and his grace and all of those things. And so I really uh, just focused on that and not, and really understanding that even though sometimes we feel that we are alone, that we're in the darkness, God is right there with us and that we're never walking alone, that his light is always surrounding us. It's always lighting up the path in front of us. It's just us that are we going to choose to sit and dwell in the darkness? Or are we going to take a step forward and move to the light? And so that's what I want you to think about. I do have two scriptures that I want to close out and share with you this week. Uh, the It is also obviously uh, back to John 8, 12. And let me turn there because I want to make sure I, I wrote the scripture out, but I want to make sure that I wrote it 
Uh, it is the one I shared. It says, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have eternal life. So walking with Christ and following him, that means that we are following his commandments that he has over us, that we are doing things that are that pure and holy behavior and that we're not falling into that impure and that sinful uh, nature and desires that I talked about earlier. And then the next scripture I want to give you is John 3, 19. Let me get over there. Do, 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 do. And it says, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of the light because their deeds were evil. So again, it's that choice. We get to live in the light or we get to live in the darkness. We get to be good or we get to be bad. We get to be kind or we get to be ugly to somebody. That's the two choices we get. And I tell my teenager this all the time. Every day that you step out of this house, you got a choice to make. You get a choice to treat people with kindness, to show them God's love, or you can fall into the temptation of the world. But it's not just our teenagers that struggle with it. Us as adults struggle with it. I know that when I'm having an off day and I just feel like just crud, basically, I know that I have to readjust myself and I can't allow myself to get to that point to where I'm about to explode. I have to take a minute, I have to take a breath, and I have to be like, all right, Jesus, I need you to control my tongue, control my actions so that I can be better, so that I can do good today. And so um, I hope that is what you are looking forward to, that you are trying your best to walk in the light, because that's all we can do is to try our best, to be better, to stay focused. And how we do that is just by every day getting into God's word, even when you don't feel like it, when you feel like you're you're just going through the motions, still getting God's word, because I guarantee you that through a devotion or through a study or whatever you're reading, he's going to show something to you. And I am uh, so grateful for the many times that I have felt like, I just can't do it today, Lord. I mean, I don't think he ever said that to us. I don't think he ever will. He won't say, you know what, Bethany, I just can't today. I just can't help you out. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel that he ever does that. I don't, I think sometimes he gets frustrated with us and he's just like, I got to take a break himself. Like he goes, this girl needs to get it together. Uh, and I feel like sometimes that's when he puts me on mute. I know he's hearing me, but he's not responding. Uh, and I've talked about that, but that's okay. That's okay. Because I know that he loves me unconditionally. I know that he is always with me. I know that he is doing his very best to shine the light around me and to help me be the light in other people's lives. So I hope that you can dig into these scriptures. I hope that you are able, maybe if you're local to come out this Sunday and hang out with us at Muscle Car. Uh, I, if you are out there, I would love to get connected with you. Uh, I am going to have, um, well, I'll be with our youth group. So we'll have our Forge t-shirts on. Super excited about those. Those will be sold. We'll have things to give away and uh, excited about that dunk booth. I'm excited about the food too. But most of all, I'm excited about Pastor's message. He's going to be preaching on detours. And uh, he did a series on that a while back. And it was absolutely amazing. It, it was just the perfect thing 
uh, for me in that, that season that I was in. And, uh, I mean, we go through detours every single day. Every single season of our life, we have a detour. And it's just how we handle the detour is what matters. So uh, I hope to see you guys out there. Hope you have a blessed week. Uh, be blessed and stay focused.